0: all our guest ms vanta in block is going to join us here in a few moments join us on the old skype audio and i believe Hello, this, is vanta.
1: this Hello. is vanta
0: how are you vanta it's james lowe with kj radio how are you today
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: Pretty good, actually. Uh, wanted to get you on today. You have a fabulous, fabulous story, by the way. Uh, we have got a uh, great guest with us today. Uh, fun lady, great sense of humor. Um, she's going to be getting an Irwin Literary Award on October 11 from the Book Publicist of Southern California for Best Travel Book of the Year. And she joins us today here on our big broadcast. And uh, you have got an incredible background. First of all... Who are you, and why did you write this book? Explain this whole thing to us. Give us a little bit on your background.
1: Sure. My name is Vanta M. Black, and the name of my book is Oubliette, A Forgotten Little Place. Now, let me ask you this. Do you know what an Oubliette is?
0: No. I have no clue. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> so zero means, clue.
1: It literally means a forgotten little place. And what they were were pits, like dungeons, inside of castles. Where they would put people to forget about them they were horrible nasty places essentially you got thrown in one and you were left to die usually of starvation or of thirst sometimes spikes in the bottom that actually weren't really meant to kill you just to hurt you really bad when you fell on top of them so that you suffered even more as you lay there dying so when I
0: first so it makes so these, so so this whole book is 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 the setup for a fantastic uh, bedtime story type book.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's you want to read to your six year old I yes. love it.
0: <laughs> go, go go ahead, my friend. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so when I first heard about these places, um, I was actually watching this documentary about Lep Castle in Ireland, and they were talking about how when they emptied out their oubliettes. They took out the bones from over 150 different individuals. And I just thought to myself, wow, that's that's amazing. All of those people that died down there had some kind of a story, obviously, behind it. So I couldn't possibly know those stories. They're lost throughout history. But it inspired me to write this book. And what I did was I pulled from real history and legends and kind of crafted all of these different ghost stories about people who died inside of this oubliette. And then in the book, there's two sisters that come and they try to save the day, so to speak. So it's, it's really, these places are just, they're, they're fascinating, and it's one of those things that most people haven't heard about, and I just thought that was really unique and interesting.
0: We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Um, do you speak and read Italian?
1: Do I speak and read Italian?
0: Yes, indeed.
1: No, not at all.
0: <laughs> okay, well, you know we've got a uh, we've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live, here in our broadcast, talking a little bit about her fantastic, fantastic book. Now, um, uh, how are the book sales going, my friend?
1: Oh, book sales are going fine. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's a good time, and it actually just won an ELIT award for the horror category. For uh, actually won a silver award. And I've been getting lots of recognitions for it so it's it's going fabulous I love it
0: now uh the the the, the book is absolutely absolutely amazing um, what why did you decide to write this book?
1: It was one of those things where I went to Lepcastle, so I went there to visit this place I call, and, and this wasn't one of those castles where you can go and visit and go on a tour like a tourist. It's not like they have like a little thing and you pay and go through the turnstile and they give you a guided tour. This is somebody's house. So I actually found the owner online, called him up, his name is Sean, and I was like, hey, you have this castle and it's got an oubliette and I'm kind of fascinated with it. Can I come and visit it? And He did not think I was crazy, thankfully, and he invited me there, and I was able to go and see and just be in this presence, and it was just kind of surreal how the stories seemed to just kind of come to me, and again, you know, I started doing some research and found different bits of inspiration throughout history where I could kind of just craft all of these stories and make them intertwine and, and come together in the end
0: we've got a fantastic guest with us today she joins us live here in our big broadcast now um what elements did you draw upon to develop this book
1: for example um, the Knights Templar um, we've heard about them like Indiana Jones they wear the red crosses and they did the crusades and we always think of them as having these grail you know the Holy Grail stories yes indeed um, There's there's actually a very little known legend about them about the head. They allegedly had the head of some kind of a a thing. Some said it was the head of John the Baptist. Some said it was the head of a demon. And this head apparently helped them in battle. And part of the reason for them to be eradicated during the Inquisition was because the king and the pope at that time thought that they were doing some very nefarious things with this head. They were basically dealing with demons and things of that nature. And the story of how they got this head is that a young warrior, upon the death of his betrothed, his bride-to-be, was so distraught that he crawled into her crypt. In the dead of the night and he consummated their love or if he couldn't do that while she was still alive and from that very unholy union was born this creature this thing that ended up crawling out on its spindly legs and it was just this head and I thought that's creepy that's wild now this is just a legend but again, I love the fact that you have all of these legends from different cultures. Different people call demons different things. You know, they have been called jinns and they have been called angels and spirits. So I took all of that kind of uh, as an inspiration, and there's an entire storyline in Oubliette about oh, how this creature basically came to be and how it impacts the other stories within the book.
0: Absolutely amazing. We've got a a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Checkwire app. Now, what kind of reactions are you getting to the book so far?
1: Um, People who read it love it, and they are dying to um, get booked, too um i actually i'm working with a producer right now we're making an adaptation for a television show i'm told it's got the same feel of like a penny dreadful meets american horror story meets the da vinci code that's fantastic
0: that is fantastic We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, on uh, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, AM, FM, 24 com, and iHeartRadio. Now, um, who is your target audience exactly for this book?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, when I was writing it, I had in my head women. My protagonists are both women. And let's face it, you know, women like horror. They like things that are scary and kind of creepy, and they like castles. And, you know, so really, in its essence, the book is a fairy tale kind of turned on its head. But you know what? I have found so many fans who are men and who are older people. I have, I wouldn't recommend it for anybody under 16, but I have a lot of, you know, young adults where you wouldn't necessarily consider my book. A young adult or a YA type of a novel so it really seems to run the gamut I can't just say hey this is a book for you know women target demographic 18 to 35 because I have a lot of women who are much older and from all walks of life and from all over the country all over the world actually
0: We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, AM, FM, 247.com. Now, um, how does your book and and, and some of the uh, different things in this book, um, how, how do, you know, a lot of people love to be able to go take a book like this and go, you know, check out some of the places that are talked about in the book. Is that possible with this book?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I I mentioned Black Castle. That's located in Ireland, and you can find that online. Again, it's not a touristy-type place, and I was able to go and visit when I made a reservation. I can't say that everybody can do that. Um, But uh, another place that was an inspiration for the book was the Paris Catacombs in Paris, France. Uh, And if you're not familiar with what they are, it's a network of tunnels underneath Paris that are thousands of miles long. And what they did during the 1700s, 1800s, et cetera, during times when there was cholera outbreaks and situations where they needed to basically find room um, for in cemeteries because they had a lot of bodies that were piling up, they would take the old bodies out of the cemeteries and they would bury them in these catacombs. So when you're in these catacombs, it's like you're walking through a gigantic cemetery, crypt, with millions of bodies. And you walk along the walls, and they are made out of skeletons. And I went there, and anybody can go there. It's probably one of the most surreal, bizarre, creepy, yet humbling experiences that I think that somebody could ever have, because you're quite literally face-to-face with death. And so uh, if anybody is on their way to Paris, I highly recommend visiting the Paris Catacombs.
0: Absolutely amazing. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border. Now, um, uh, do you have social media or any websites or anything where people can connect with you and and keep up with you in the books? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I um, Well, my website is bontamblack.com. That's bantamblack com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook probably more than I should be because I'm always on Facebook. (laughs) But I also do Twitter and Instagram, too.
0: Amazing. Well, uh, I I appreciate you being with us. Uh, What's next for you as an author?
1: Next, well, I'm currently writing a story about um, a world in which the neanderthals won out over homo sapiens so that's something that i'm currently writing as well as book two to oubliette and i've even taken a stab at screenwriting writing the teleplay the pilot episode to oubliette so my little fingers are sore i've been writing a lot lately
0: (laughs) well it's good stuff i appreciate you making time for us today thanks for coming on the broadcast
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Definitely.
0: Have yourself a wonderful day. We are going to take oh, a do. time out. And when we come back, we've got more coming up on the big broadcast.
1: With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.